0: Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zinn.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N slash 10.
1: Ford Motor Company is committed to moving forward together with new all-electric vehicles that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Ford is going above and beyond to not only create the smartest, most connected EVs and technology, but to make sure that customers are well-educated on how to move forward with electric energy. Ford customers will also have easy and simple access to charge, whether you charge at home with the overnight plug-in Ford mobile charger or on the road. Journey into the future with Ford's lineup of electric vehicles with many affordable options to choose from. Head over to Ford.com to learn more. Built Ford Proud.
2: At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And when you're shopping for a car, there's nothing sweeter than landing within your budget sweet spot. That's why shopping with Carvana makes it easy to browse through thousands of cars you can afford. Once your budget is set, that's what you get. And we won't surprise you with any bogus fees. Whew, Sweet. So visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana will drive you happy.
3: The Trend Reporter is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm journalist and beauty obsessive Mara schiavo Today on The Trend Reporter, the girl boss pep talk you've been asking for.
1: With each moment, it becomes a little bit more rewarding, but don't chase perfection.
3: How Lip Bar founder Melissa Butler pushed through a disastrous appearance on Shark Tank to create a company now worth millions.
1: My job was to stay in alignment with my purpose.
3: And create makeup products that anyone can use, even her.
1: I still can't do a wing liner to save my life.
3: Everything you wanna know about the beauty trends worth knowing. Thank you for being here. I will tell you that multiple people recommended that I interview you. So this is a by request. So I would like to start with the moment that I know for me would have been when I quit. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you persevered past that moment to get to where you are now. And that was your appearance on Shark Tank.
1: So Shark Tank, it's so funny to me because so many people look at that experience and they're like, I applaud your resilience. I would have stopped. Um, They
3: said there was zero chance that it was a business. Zero.
1: Yeah, but we were already in business. And so that didn't mean anything to me. It's like when someone says something that's not true about you, it's like, you let it roll off your back like a duck because you know your truth and you know your purpose and you know your authenticity. So they were cruel, but I think sometimes life can be cruel. So just because a group of people with money tell you no, it doesn't mean that they're right and that they know everything. And and I had the confidence and the courage to believe in, in me as opposed to believing their words. I didn't know them. What did they mean to me? Who were they to me? They were no one you know, they were just people on a reality TV show with money. And I had to remember in that moment that number one, it it was reality TV and their job was to get ratings. And my job was to, um, you know, stay in alignment with my purpose and exactly who I am and how I wanted to show up for the world. So, you know, and a lot of people were like, oh, I would have, I would have flipped out. I would have lost it. And I, it really takes me back to that moment of, you know, you're not going to flip out if someone is saying something about you that, you know, in your heart isn't true. It's like it, you're unfazed by it. So I hear a lot of people saying the word like unbothered Um, and I wasn't fully unbothered, but I knew that that no didn't mean a stop for me. And so it was like, OK, this is just one of the many um pause moments. This is one of the many um, quote-unquote failures. This is one of the many opportunities for you to um, not prove them wrong because it's not about them. Again, I think we give other people too much power and they didn't have any power or authority over me. So I was just like, you know, this is another chance, Melissa, for you to prove to yourself, not prove to someone else that they're wrong. It's like, prove yourself right.
3: But I think the reason that it connects with so many people is because whether you're an entrepreneur or you're an athlete who's trying to go pro, I mean, whatever kind of the dream is, people face these setbacks and they're trying to find the motivation, the inspiration to get up and to keep going because, you know, disappointment can and discouragement, I mean, it, it stops a lot of people. So I think when they look at your story and they see such a stark moment of discouragement, I mean, this wasn't subtle at all. They told you you had zero chance at success. They insulted the product and you went on to be a huge success. So how, if we're talking about being confident in style, what advice do you have for people who want to own their style and and not be seeking others' approval?
1: I did a whole TED talk called Why You Think You're Ugly. Um, and it's probably one of my most proud moments because it, it really got me into doing a ton of research on like beauty norms and beauty standards and just realizing that It's our conditioning. Like oftentimes what you think about yourself and how you look is is closely linked to your childhood trauma. It's like, oh, you know, I'm not light skin or my hair isn't long or, you know, my teeth aren't straight. Whatever it it is that's plaguing you, I I challenge people to really um, take a moment and, and take a look back at when they were taught to believe that this one thing about their beauty wasn't good enough. And really just try to reprogram those moments and say, no, 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 I was good enough then. Um, But, you know, kids are hard. People are hard. The Internet is is cruel. Um, Shark Tank was cruel. So there are moments that will challenge you. um, But you have to you have to have a strong belief in yourself. And the only way you can do that is by honestly looking in the mirror and understanding that, like, the reflection is good enough.
3: Yeah. And when you were saying that, you know, you're talking about kind of childhood trauma being tied to what we see in the mirror. You know, for me, it was always my weight because that's what I was picked on about when I was younger. So when I look in the mirror, that's all that I'm focusing on. And I remember my mother who, you know, growing up would always share how, you know, her trauma was tied to being dark skinned because when she was growing up, it was all about being lighter than a paper bag. And that was what people tormented her about. And so that was kind of the insecurity that she was always fighting. So it is like, it's always the child in you that's trying to kind of repair those wounds. And yeah, that's why I always say that beauty is so much more than superficial.
1: Like people assume that because I have, you know, a, a successful cosmetics company that like I'm passionate about makeup. And I tell my customers all the time, I'm actually not passionate about makeup. When I started the company, it was it had nothing to do with makeup. It had everything to do with self-esteem and value and self-worth. Like I understand that um, women, like a woman's self-esteem is closely linked to her, her ability to show up for herself. And, and if you don't think that you are pretty, if you don't think that you're good enough then it's going to be really difficult for you to operate at your, your highest vibrational self. You know, you you may not progress in your career field because instead of being, being able to focus on like the goal in front of you, you're thinking like, you know, are people judging me? You know, are they judging what I have on? Are they judging my hair? Are they judging? Do I have lipstick on my teeth? It, it strips away, like that lack of confidence strips away your ability to truly show up in your purpose. And the lip art for me was really just a byproduct of me really wanting to increase representation and allow people to see themselves in a way where it's like they are the standard, you know, so we we work really hard to make sure that, that we're showcasing models from every skin tone, um, different hair textures, tattoos, long hair, no hair. Um, Trans women, like we really just try to increase the idea of what beauty is by putting, you know, alternative beauty, if you will, in our beauty campaigns to say beauty doesn't look like one thing. And, And if that helps just one person to see themselves as a little bit more beautiful, then I feel like we've done our job.
3: Now, you've had to learn a lot, like all the job training, if you will. Yeah. I saw an interview with you where you said, you know, you went to Google University, you went yeah. to YouTube University, like you did not know how to make lipstick when you set out to make lipstick. So what advice can you give to someone who has a dream, who has a goal, but feels like they don't know enough yet? They maybe need more training. So here's the thing.
1: All of those things are probably true. You probably don't know enough and you're probably... Not in the place where it's like you're gonna get it right the first time, and you are gonna make some mistakes and you are gonna lose money and you are gonna cry, and like all those things are true. But it doesn't change the fact that with with each moment, it becomes a little bit more rewarding, and you get to learn at every step of the process. So, I, I think that you should prepare. Um, but don't chase perfection. I remember when we first launched, I thought my customer, was a completely different group. At that time I felt like my customer would be like 16 to 24. Actually, my customer is 25 to 45. You know, so it's like that was something that I learned post launch. So it's like you can't prepare for some of these things. You just have to you just have to experience it.
3: Yeah. And a lot of it's really fun. Like I've had that exact same experience with this podcast because I like the things that I think are going to do really well, like the topics where I'm like, oh, this is so amazing. I'm so into it. Mm -hmm. I have been shocked at how many of them have not done well at all. And then the things that I'm like, oh, this is cool, like are my best performing episodes. So I'm learning so much about what people are interested in.
1: I was actually just having a conversation with my friend yesterday. um, And she was saying like, going to the nail salon is cumbersome. She was like, it's so much work. It's never really that great of an experience. I don't know why people call this self-care. And I was Mm. like, actually, I don't know why people call most of like our normal maintenance self-care. Like doing a mask is not self-care to me. It's just like, it's washing your face. You know, taking a shower is not self-care. It's like, you know, making sure that you're putting boundaries up for yourself and and maybe eating healthy, that's self-care. But I I can't say that getting your nails done and and doing a little at-home facial is self-care. So sound off on this podcast. If y'all disagree, I really gotta
3: know. <laughs> well, yes, definitely sound off. You know, I think it just depends on the person because, like, for me, well, I was doing—I did an interview a while back when the pandemic first started with Latham Thomas, who you know she's she's very into self-care and she has all these different self-care tools and strategies. And you know, one of the things she said is like enjoy like the sensuality when you're getting out of the shower, of like smelling the lotion and really taking time to rub your skin and feel how good it feels. And it did make me pause a little more when I'm doing those things and just like not just rushing through it and like if I'm using a serum on my face that smells really good like taking the time to enjoy the way it smells so it's kind of like the stop and smell the roses thing yeah
1: I'll, I'll try it out
3: warning
0: this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical zen nicotine products are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine Zin Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke free and spit free and are made with food grade ingredients. Simply open the child resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zin is available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths 3 milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and 6 milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zin anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom. Find your satisfaction. Find your zen. Visit Zin.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to learn more and to find Zen
2: nicotine pouches near you. At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And when you're shopping for a car, there's nothing sweeter than landing within your budget sweet spot. That's why shopping with Carvana makes it easy to browse through thousands of cars you can afford. Once your budget is set, that's what you get. And we won't surprise you with any bogus fees. Whew. Sweet. So visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana will drive you happy.
4: Sponsorship for this podcast is brought to you by Ford, Built Ford Proud. Ford Motor Company is committed to redefining what electric can do with new all electric vehicles like the Mustang Mach E and the F 150 Lightning that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Ford is going above and beyond in innovation to create the smartest, most connected EVs and technology on the market. And when you drive all-electric with Ford, you get impressive torque, zero tailpipe emissions, and no more oil changes needed. Not only saving you money, but time too. Whether you charge at home with the overnight plug-in Ford mobile charger or on the road... Ford customers will have simple and easy access to the Blue Oval Charge Network, the largest public charging network in North America offered by automotive manufacturers, with over 19,500 charging stations and growing. Head over to Ford.com to learn more about the electric revolution. Built Ford
3: Proud. So what advice do you have for raising money for successfully getting a check?
1: Well, I, I'll start by saying raising money is not for everyone. People have romanticized fundraising over the last few years, um, and and I get it. It's it's like it seems like the bossy thing to do, almost like oh yeah, I raised money, but there are implications that come with that cash. It's not like it's free money. Um, if you really believe in your business and you think that you can build something that's going to be really large. Um, you don't want to raise money. You don't want to raise so much money so soon, because what happens is you lose some of your company. You know, typically you're raising money. That means you're, you're selling equity in your company. You want to make sure that when you're raising, you actually have a a grand plan on exactly what that money is going to do for you and your business and how it's going to, you know, drive your business growth. 4X, 5X, 10X. If you're going a traditional VC route, then they expect 10x returns. If they give you $1 million, they expect you to give them 10 back. So, you know, you have to have a a very clear plan on how you're going to take your revenue to 10 times what it was before you got that money.
3: So if if an investor were to ask you, what is the problem that you solve for your customer? How do you answer that?
1: When the lip Bar first started, we were solving the problem of, of challenging the beauty standard. So this was 2012. Before it was cool to to focus on black beauty or multicultural beauty or to be different within the beauty space, um, before it was cool to have vegan cosmetics. We were very early in the space. We were by and large pioneers. And then you know, five years afterwards, like Fenty launched, and you know, they really catapulted the industry. And, and today, like every other company, is like focusing on multicultural or black women or inclusivity in some way and so because of that it caused me to have to pivot because it's not a it's not a big enough problem anymore because everyone is doing that so now we're we're solving the problem of making makeup easier um when i think about my customer base again they're not makeup artists they are people who aren't watching youtube videos trying to figure out the look There are people who want to maximize their time so that they can spend more time on what matters because again, they're in the boardrooms, you know, they're in the kitchen, they're busy, so they want to look good, but they don't have a ton of time to think about their makeup routine. And so we're streamlining their beauty routine.
3: I will say that, you know, all I have kind of mixed feelings about all of this inclusivity that we've seen. Don't give me a bunch of makeup shades and a bunch of black models and no, none of your executives are black Mm -hmm. or you don't have any senior staff that's black. Like if you're going to walk, if you're going to talk the talk, then walk the walk.
1: Yeah. And I think that's really important. One of the things that I'm really proud about is the fact that my team is all women. When I decided to build the company, I was like, I'm going to build a company where the consumer is listened to because we are the consumer. We understand what you're going through. We understand that you might have to put on your makeup in the car. So we're going to develop this four-in-one palette for you. So you don't have to shuffle through your makeup
3: bag. Tell me about your new products, because I know now you have these kits.
1: For six years, we only had lips. We only had lip. And then, you know, our customers were really wanting more and we were working on solving our new problem. And and again, we wanted to make makeup a little bit easier. Like I thought about the fact that as a beauty founder, I couldn't be closer to the industry, but I still didn't know how to do my makeup. Like I couldn't I still can't do a wing liner to save my life. I struggle putting on lashes like I am not like this makeup artist, beauty guru person. So I felt like I understood the plight of of the everyday woman, and I was like, we're gonna we're gonna solve that problem for that group of women. This is not an artistry brand. So we um, created this kit called the Fast Face Kit, and the concept is six products, seven minutes, your entire face. But even within that, because you can buy the items separately, it's like everything is like multi-purpose or convenient. Our brow pencil, one side is brow gel. The other side is the actual pencil. Um, Our face palette, which is probably my favorite product. It has your face powder, your blush, your highlighter, and your contour all in one so that you don't have to think about what works for your complexion. So the entire concept is once we know your complexion, we recommend every other product for you so you don't have to, like, think about it.
3: But Melissa, what's so unique about your approach is that instead of internalizing that and saying like, oh, I'm, I, I don't know how to do a wing liner, um, so I'm not going to try, or I need to watch more YouTube tutorials, instead of taking that route, you totally flipped it. And you're like, okay, I know I'm not the only one. There must be so many others out there like me. So let's serve that group of women. Like, yeah. where does that come from? Like, were you just born that way?
1: <laughs> um... I think that I am naturally just like a risk taker and a rebel and and I, I'm i a rule breaker. Like, show me a rule that I don't believe in and I'm not gonna follow it. If I'm, if unless I like feel in my core, like, yeah, this makes sense. This is exactly what I should be doing. That I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna question everything. So, you know, if I just brought it down to like makeup, it's like, oh wait. This wing liner is very difficult to do, and I, I would probably try it a couple times, and then I'm like, you know what? But I don't have to do this.
3: So let's play favorites. What is your favorite shade, or some of your favorites?
1: Well, I have two. One is Boy Trouble, which is like a bright, fiery, orangey red. I'm
3: a red. Is that what you're wearing now? No, I'm
1: wearing Hot Mess, which is the pink. It, I just kind of grabbed it. Um, it's But cute. like, the lip bar is really, we're known for our reds. We're known for our reds and our nudes. We have the best reds on the market by far. And we probably have like 18 nudes because like my nude isn't your nude, isn't, you know, your mother's nude. Everyone has a different nude and we really try to serve everyone. Um, But our best seller and and our best red and Michelle Obama wore it. So that speaks to how good it is. It's called Boss Lady.
3: Um, Boss Lady. Yes. Great name for her to pick.
1: Exactly. B-A-W-S-E. Boss Lady and it literally is what keeps me in
3: business. Wow. So it, that's good to know. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go buy some buy a boss lady and boss up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing better than a red lip. Like nothing. There's, nothing. there's nothing. And it is so easy to your point. Like you, everybody can put a lipstick on mm-hmm.
1: and you put on a lip and then you're like, you're feeling yourself. You're a little bit more confident. You feel like, and especially a, a power color like a red, you feel like you can really like just own the room. Um, so it's it's my jam. And
3: Melissa, thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. Um, I know that you're going to inspire a lot of people and also giving people the freedom to not feel like they have to do makeup a certain way or they have to, you know, be a certain kind of beautiful. Like that's such a gift to just give people the freedom to play and do what makes them happy and feel good and not feel the pressure of getting it perfect
1: yes that that's the whole goal and I think that's life I think that that the lip bar and through makeup I've learned really important life lessons like there's no right way you just do it and, and it's okay and give yourself grace to do it
3: Hey guys, thanks for listening. I want to know what trends you have questions about. So hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Mara S. You can also check out the Trend Reporter on YouTube, covering all of the newest trends, including tutorials on everything from food to beauty. That's youtube.com slash Mara S. The Trend Reporter is a production of iHeartRadio. For more shows from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
4: Ford Motor Company is committed to moving forward together with new all-electric vehicles that offer an efficient and exhilarating driving experience. Join Ford as they redefine what electric can do. Ford customers will have easy and simple access to charge, whether they charge at home with the overnight plug-in Ford Mobile Charger, or on the road at one of the 19,500 charging stations of the Blue Oval Charge Network. Journey into the future with Ford's lineup of electric vehicles with many affordable options to choose from. Head over to Ford.com to learn more. Built
2: Ford Proud.
0: Legal professionals know that e-discovery can be painful, but the right platform can help you find the truth in minutes. Just how EverLaw helped crack the case in the Theranos civil litigation. Using EverLaw's cutting-edge technology, the lead lawyer quickly combed through millions of documents to find his smoking gun. That's why Amlaw 200 firms, Fortune 500 corporations, and all 50 state AGs trust EverLaw to find critical information and massive amounts of data. Book your demo today at everlaw.com.